forward to here. Okay, thank you so much for joining us. It's Andrea Ventura. Thank you for having a conversation with us. Yay. Thank you for having me. Yes. So we're we're, so excited. I know we're so excited. So (laughs) where are you? You have an accent. So where are you from? I am originally from El Salvador. Oh, really? And when did you, when did you come here? I came here right when I turned 18. So I've been here for eight years. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's good. So, um, let me ask you, so where do you live now? I live in uh, Germantown, Maryland. Okay, so, oh, so y'all live not far from each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we even hang out sometimes. Oh, yeah. you do? <laughs> yeah, we do. We hang out and we also work together, like those promo jobs, those events, we work together sometimes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so great. That's actually how we met. We met yeah. at the yeah, church yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that was actually, so... Um, so when did you get started in modeling and, um, and you do petite modeling? Let's make that, I want to just sort of make that clear. Cause I have to tell you, I, wait, I want you to answer that question, but I have to tell you, I get so many, so many requests for girls that are under five, eight, anywhere from five, eight to five, five. I mean, unbelievable and beautiful, beautiful girls, but I don't, you know, right now I'm not really placing those that height, but I want to because there's so many. So oh, how did you get started? I know. <laughs> and, and I want to place you too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I started, uh, so I came here in 2011 and I started in 2013. I had a, a friend who was modeling just for fun. And the reason why she was just modeling for fun, she was really, really good, but it was just because she thought she was too short like me. Mm. And she was like, there's no way I'm going to get far, so I'm just going to do it for fun. And when she graduated college, she went another route. But the thing is that I, I met her, and I asked her, like, oh, my God, like, how are you modeling? Because I didn't think modeling was, like, um, like, I didn't think, I just thought modeling as just being in front of the camera. Like, I didn't think of it as a business. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I just want to get in front of the camera. Just, I just want to do it for fun, post pictures on Instagram. And she just told me about Model Mayhem that I, when I, every time I mention that, I always say, don't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a long time ago when that started, right? Yeah. I was like, back then, yeah. But no, now, no, don't do it. But yeah, I started on Model Mayhem just doing collaborations seven years ago. I was like seven years ago. Okay. And so how did you, so you got with an agency in what, D.C.? I'm represented by several. So I have one in DC. I have one in Virginia. I have one in um, New Jersey, a couple in New Jersey, a couple in New York, one in Canada, um, one in Pittsburgh, one in Philly. Oh, so there's a lot. I mean, I had no idea. Wait a minute. So wait, wait. So I had no idea that was that many agencies that took on petite girls. Yeah, yeah. Are you five, five? I'm five, three. By three? Yeah. <laughs> that is so great. All right. So, so the agency, let me, t- let me ask you the agency in New York. I'm writing it down actually. The agency in New York, what, what agencies do you work with in New York? I am represented by MMG and okay. Stets Model Management. Yes. Yeah. And actually, the Stets Model Management just started a petite board. So, this is very recent. Oh, okay. And, and what about in D.C., what agency? I mean, because the, I, I'm hoping that people will want to hear this, you know, which agencies yeah. you're with. Exactly. Um, in in uh, D.C., I'm with Kingsley. Kingsley, okay. 
And uh, in Philly, I'm with JTA, okay. so it's a talent agency. And in uh, Pittsburgh, I'm with uh, Doherty Agency. Wow. And so how, so how did you get with all these agencies? I mean, how did you, like, I mean, that's a lot of agencies to be with. Did you do it all on your own? Did you have a mother agency or? No, I wish I had one. No, on my own. Um, I just like started researching a lot and I found, I tried to find as many agencies as I could. And I applied maybe, I've applied to maybe over a hundred agencies. Oh, wow. So, so my success rate is maybe like 10%. Yeah. So but here's the determination. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that is determining. So do you think that it's because you kept pursuing, like just kept knocking down the doors that you got with agencies? I mean, yeah. you're beautiful, no doubt. That that's for sure. But do you think yeah. that's what it is? I think I think it's perseverance for sure, but also like the agencies that I'm signed with, they're like they're also like talent agencies. So they also do commercials. Yeah. And I, you know, like for that type of work, it doesn't really matter how tall you are. Right. Um, but I'm starting to see a lot of top modeling agencies taking petite models now. Like the change has been so big in the past three years. Like I see them on next models, like silent models and, um, IMG on, um, red model management. I see them on what, like, uh, LA models, New York models, like so many of them now than when I started researching and I couldn't find anybody that was like short and now like there's so many. So I think, I think right now it's easier to get to it with a smaller agency. Like um, in New York, for example, there's a state management. Yeah. And they have a petite board. Oh, I love them. There's, they were the nicest. I just hooked up with them not uh, about a year ago. They're super nice people. Awesome. Yeah, I've been wanting to, to, to be with them for a while. But yeah, they, they're one of the very few agencies that started to have a petite board. Um, like, maybe they started like a few years ago, like before other agencies started there. I feel like they're one, one of the first ones that started taking petite models. And then there's another agency, I don't know if you've heard of Biocoastal. Bio mm -mm. So they're, a, they're a, a boutique agency in New York, but they also take petite models. So there's, there's a lot. There's another agency called True Model Management, and they really like to take like different like sizes. Yes. Like, so they, they take curvy models and they take like petite models and they take, you know, obviously like the general standard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. You have done, you have done your work. <laughs> I mean, you really have, you really done your work. You know, most of the time when I meet people, they, they, they have no idea even what these agencies are. So it's, it's amazing to hear that, you know, all these agencies and what they're looking for. See, no. So when I have presented people to like next or IMG, they've always asked or New York models. Those are, those are the agencies I work with a lot mm -hmm. and they always ask for five, nine and taller. So, I mean, it's super that they're starting to open up to more, you know, different sizes. I mean, I know they have curved girls, but I didn't know they had petite girls. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly how this is happening. I feel like you need to talk maybe to the right agent yeah. agency for uh, for them to take maybe a shorter model because, for example, there's this girl, her name is Aliana King. She's very big in terms of like being a petite model. She's yeah. signed to New York yeah. models, LA models, 
uh, Premier Model Management, mm. very big agencies, and she's very big. She's five four, so she's not even five five or five six. She's five four, and um, the way that she started is that her mother mother agent found her on Instagram, asked her the common question, "How tall are you?" Yeah, she was like five four. Then she was like, "Oh, you're actually a bit too short." And then the mother agent was like, "You know what? Let me just test it out. Let me just." post a picture of you on my Instagram and see what happens. So she posted the picture of Aliana and then immediately, like maybe in one or two days, she got so many requests. Wow. Oh my God. From big, big agencies. So she got back to Aliana and Aliana, by the way, Aliana, by by this time, she had already been scouted several times and several times she had been rejected without even her applying. Like mm-hmm. a scout reach out to her and then she was like five, five, four. And then the scout would be like, oh, you're too short. Yeah. So, Cause that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm not going to say that anymore. <laughs> so she was already like a little hurt of, you know, constant, you know, being told that she wasn't, you know, good enough just because she was too short. Right. So the mother agent told her, you know what? Like, let's try this because there's so many people that are interested in you. Yeah. And and when when she posted the photo, she posted that she was four she was five four. So yeah. people who were interested so in her already knew that she was short, you know? Yeah. So that's how it started. So she um got Aliana team I think in an agency in London. So she went to London for a few months, then she went to Miami, then she went to New York, Paris. Wow. That that's shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. She worked. Yeah, that's an amazing story. Yeah. It really is. And, and I'll tell you why, you know, most people don't know why they pick, you know, taller girls is because the designers make certain, certain sizes and that's the size that most girls need to be. However, there is other kinds of work. Yeah. So that's, that's my only like question all, all, like all the time. And I, I understand why there's a high requirement. Yeah. If there's a certain type of work that you can only do if you're like taller. But yeah. what about beauty? What about fitness? What about exactly. all those jobs? Like the big agencies take those jobs, you know? Yeah. So I'm just wondering why, because you cannot do one job, yeah. you're not considered for the rest. So that's like my only like question as a model, why agencies do that. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I, I don't understand. I mean, I've always had, like I said, I've always had beautiful girls that were not five, nine, not five, you know, five, eight, maybe I've, I've placed a few that were five, eight. So that was probably mm-hmm. the, the smallest size that I've placed. But I mean, I've always said to the agencies, I don't want I mean, I would say that to a scout. I don't understand. This girl is beautiful. Her face is amazing. Why can't she do beauty? Well, we already have tons of girls that are beautiful, da, da, da. you know, so that's, yeah, that's the answer I would always get. But I mean, for sure, I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope, I, I hope that uh, mother agents start doing this, yeah. and maybe that's how we can get, you know, more petite models to get signed to these agencies. Because, yeah. like, I, I'm not. I mean, Aliana's not the only one. There's another girl. Her name is Jordan Rebello, and she's five two, and she's signed to LA Models. Yeah, and- LA Models. I definitely think I could see, like, they'll take any girl that's five eight for sure. I know that. And that's, they have so many commercials. Yeah. I mean, LA yeah. is very open to short. Very open. Yeah. Models, you know, but yeah, yeah, they're, I mean, they're not yeah. as strict as New York. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But still, you know, yeah. you think five, two is very like short. Ah. 
So she, in the way that she got to LA Models is because she got a mother agent. Like a yeah. mother agent scouted her on Instagram. And then I don't know how many agencies she tried or how right. it was the process, but she ended in LA Models. Um, and also Next Models also has several, yeah. several petite models signed to them. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we're, so I wanted to ask you, what kind of clients do you work for? That was my next question, actually. So usually since I am, you know, petite, I usually do like commercial and beauty work. So a lot of stuff like um, Capital One or like Apple or like Toyota, Volkswagen. And then I've done some beauty work for like Ulta Beauty and CeraVe and things like that. That's fantastic. Those are great clients. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great work. Great work. I cannot complain for sure. No, that is great. All right. We're going to get you signed with a New York agent. A bigger one. <laughs> Sorry, MMG. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. It's definitely okay. time. Like, huh? you've done, yeah, she's done so much work. Yes. And it's very interesting because we both, like, you know, like, I'm typical, like, 5'9 girl. And, but we share the same experiences as being in this industry and being hardworking uh, women because it's so different because so many people they try sending pictures it doesn't work and they kind of give up but as andrea said so she submitted to 100 agencies and she'd been doing lots of collaborations with photographers to build her portfolio because we haven't talked much about it but maybe you can tell us a little bit about um you know the other way of getting there like building your portfolio uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I started in 2013 and when I started, I, it was just for fun. So I wasn't thinking about like a portfolio, but then when I started getting more serious on like uh, modeling, you know, I started, I continued to collaborate with photographers and I did a lot of free work until I started to, you know, become more and more professional, but there were so many like photo shoots that I've done throughout the years and it's not just submitting online. I also have been to open calls and I've been said no to my face, like, right. Immediately as I walk into the door, they're like, no, you're too short. Bye. You know, there's no like uh, time for me to show my book, time for me to say hi, time for me to be like, you know what, like, what can I do for you? It's, it's immediately like shut down, but I continue to go, I continue to attend and, you know, I'm very hopeful. Yeah. So, um, so one of the things that I know about you, because we did a little research, is that you on TikTok have 127,000 followers. Yeah, I mean, today I reached 128. Wow. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. It's crazy. I, I honestly don't believe it. It doesn't feel any differently, to be honest. Wait, so, how, so let, tell us how, because I'm sure everybody wants to know how you reach that amount of followers. So I follow this guy. I don't know if you have heard of, about him. His name is Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary V. Well, he's an entrepreneur. He's very famous for giving like really good business tips to anybody, anybody mm -hmm. that wants to make money. And he, since like last year, um or 2000 no yeah early last year he had been like guys you need to get on tiktok like the organic engagement is huge like people who are very little on instagram and have been trying for years they get on 
TikTok and they immediately blow up. Like it's really easy to get a video to go viral. Like try, try, try. And I was just like, eh, like I don't, I don't want to try. Like nobody was on it. Like nobody knew about TikTok. And then I, I thought to myself, you know what? Let me just try it. Because I've heard so many stories of people who had blown up on TikTok like overnight. Right. So I was just like, well, let me just try and see like what it is. So I started, I think in October. Did I start in October? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you you got me there, so I joined in November. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she joined in November. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I actually wanted to say thank you because I got my following because of you as well. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. So I started in October, and uh, so the guy, what the Gary says is to post four videos every single day literally every single day four videos that's that's a lot of videos but I was just like you know what I'm just gonna do it so every single almost every single night between like 12 a like 12 p.m and like 2 a.m I was making tiktok videos you because <laughs> oh that's the only time I had it free right so so I I, I dedicated all my nights and I wasn't doing a lot, and it was, it was really cool outside, too, to do anything outside. So all my nights, like Friday nights, Saturday nights, I, instead of being out, I was in my room making TikToks. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah and, then, yeah, and then I can remember, like, I, I got, like, a couple of videos that went viral. And then one day, I just started getting, like, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. It was, like really fast I even felt a little sick because I was just <laughs> too fast I was not expecting this um but yeah so 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 have you had um because this is so why we're doing TikTok and social media is for maybe branding having a client find you on there so have you had anybody ask you hey can you do a video of my swimsuit or I, I have, I had like a few brands reach out to me, but they're very small. So I haven't really like done anything, right. but I'm planning, I'm definitely planning on creating, you know, my media kit and maybe reaching out to brands and then hopefully getting like sponsor ads because now I feel like I have the, the followers and the views to be able to make money out of my TikTok. Right. I have a model who has 200, well, I think it's 250,000 followers on Instagram and that's what she does. I mean, that's how she makes her money. She has two or three really huge clients and they just pay her to post about the bathing suit, do videos and drink the drink and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've done research and if you have like around that amount of followers, it's the same as if you did like a really nice photo shoot with a big brand. Right. You know? And you know, and all, you know, whenever I introduce a model to an agency, not every time, but most of the time they'll say, how many followers? <laughs> they always, I mean, that was, that's always one of the questions I think, because the clients, you know, want to know how many followers does this person have, you know, or are they going to, are they an influencer or not? So that's, that's good. I mean, that's good to bring to an agency too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard so many times that age, like when you go to see an agency or you go to a casting, there's always a space, like how many followers you have. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's a it's new, a new reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a good thing to have them and to work, you know, to get like followers and stuff because it, it, I guess it helps. 
So you've done a lot with different clients. What, you know, what would be your dream job to have? Like what client would you want to really work for? So I would love to work for Target. Target oh. is one of my, yeah, brands that I would love to work. They're just so fun. Yeah. They're very like body positive. And I feel like that's like a, I just want to be one of those girls that you see and you think like I I can be like her, you know, because she's not overly photoshopped. She's not like super like skinny. Like she's just like a normal girl like me, you know? So. Right. I, well, I, think, I know. And I think that's very attainable. I really do. I think that that will happen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But obviously like I do have like bigger brands that I would like to model for, but an attainable one that I really will love one day would be like Target and then would be like fitness brands like Nike or Adidas. And then more beauty work would be amazing for like any, any like beauty brand. Like I've done a lot of castings for L'Oreal, for Maybelline, uh, Lancome. I've had, you know, the callbacks, but I haven't been selected. So I did Lancome long, long time ago. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I, did, I, I did a Lancome ca- casting twice. Yeah. I still haven't like gotten it, but it's something I had, that I love. Maybe third one would be the lucky Yeah, the one. third time's the charm. <laughs> I had to like dance or something. I mean, they had like, they, it was close up putting on, you know, lotion. And then it was like, I had to dance in the background and I'm not a dancer. So it was kind of funny. I'm like, I don't really know how to dance. They're like, just move around. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and then like any, any type of fashion would be, would be amazing. I, I wouldn't like anything would be amazing. Like I don't, even if it's like H and M, like that's still fashion for me. And oh, it's fantastic. That's a great client. So, and, and for example, Aliana, Aliana King, the 5'4 model, she, she models for H&M. So it's totally attainable. Just huh. doing it. So know. if you had any advice for a new, I already know what you're going to say, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> if you had any advice for a new girl or guy to starting out in the business, what would you give them? What advice would you give them? I think would be like, just mental, like get mentally prepared to be rejected to be told no, to be told that you're too this or too that. And regardless of what you hear, if you know you have the talent and you're willing to put in the work, just keep going. Like put your head down and don't listen to anybody and just keep going. Mm. Because you're not like, if you don't meet like the current standard, it's fine. Like you can break into the industry 10 years from now. It's not going to be tomorrow, but it'll happen eventually. So that would be like that's great advice. And let me just ask you this, since you are a petite model and that's one of the, you know, requirements as you're, you use the body. So what is sort of your, you know, as a model, you use your body to show the clothes. Um, what is sort of your body image that you have of yourself? Do you have a good image or do you, I mean, if you feel rejected, do you still say, oh, you know, that's okay. It's not me. It's the client. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do believe that I, I mean, I've, I've struggled with my body image in the past, but now, right now, I do have a very positive body image about myself. I've learned to love the things that make me different. I don't, before I used to 
feel very down about my height and I'll be I feel like why was I born short like mm-hmm. if I just had a few more inches my life would be so different but now I'm grateful for it because I get to help so many other girls that are short too and I just like it like I, there's nothing good or bad about being 5'3 it's just my height it's just and, yeah and uh, for example like and there's other like little things that you see in other models and you don't see them in yourself and you're like oh maybe if I had that maybe I will be successful and mm-hmm. now I realize that I don't need to change I don't need to be like the other girl I can shine by being exactly how I am so I wish that you had been around when I started modeling because <laughs> I did not feel that way about myself. I always felt like everything was wrong, you know, when, and as you probably know, when you do model, like people do comment on, you know, your eyes are too close together, your neck is too thick. I mean, you just get comments all the time about your body image. And I mean, it's so important that people feel comfortable within their own skin and feel good about their body. And that I'm sure that, and that reflects right now in you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly do not blame you for feeling that way when you were modeling. And I and the reason why I feel this way is not because I one day I woke up and I was just like, oh, I love myself. You know, it's because I've done research and we have social media, and then I see models that look the way that I thought was like bad, and I see them succeeding, and then I'm like, oh you can succeed looking like that. Like, oh, you can be like a little bit curvier and model. Oh, like you can have a different type of nose and still, you know, book work. Like I don't need to do plastic surgery. You know, it's, it's because, you know, the internet and social media, if it wasn't for that, I, don't, I honestly don't know where I would be. Right. This is so true. Cause definitely like during, you know, during your journey and for every model or every person like we all got some kind of insecurities and every time I have a girl messaging me saying I got a big nose or big ears or something I tell her like trust me we all got something like there is no this perfect body out there like what is beautiful you know for people defines beauty so differently especially nowadays because we are seeing so much diversity because yep. consumers want to see different kind of beauty, the people they can actually relate to. Yeah. And, you know, even in my, in, in my age bracket, you know, they have all these different agencies now that are mature models. And some of the women that have wrinkles and the gray hair, they're just so gorgeous. Oh, I'm, yeah. I love to oh, see it. I love it. I mean, I'm just like blown away. I'm like, look at her. She is so full of confidence. She's got tons of wrinkles and her hair is gray and she's beautiful. Yeah, actually, you're going to love this then. There's another petite model that's very successful. She actually does a lot of runway and her name is Johnny Johnson. She's 5'4". And she started in her late 60s. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. Yes, I do know her. She's, yeah. I didn't know she was a 5'4". Yeah, she's by four. She's yeah. fantastic. So I, I love I love to see her. I love to see her thrive. Mm. And if, whenever I get like anxious about, oh, I'm like 26 and I, ha- I haven't like made it and like I'm getting to my 30s, then I think about her and I'm like, wait, if she's starting <laughs> in her late 60s, I have more than enough time to figure this out. So let's just keep going. <laughs> That's so great. So true. It's, it's me. so true, right? 
Yeah, every single time I, I get a little, a little anxious, I, I think about her. Yeah, hmm, I love it. So um, I'm just thinking, what? so where else can people find you? So what's your handles or whatever you call them? <laughs> what do they call them? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, maybe on the description you can write it because I, I it's a little weird. I did it when I was 16 and I just kept using it. It's like Andre Ventur and with three R's. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> so is it on TikTok that and on Instagram? Yeah, on everything. Like if you look like you look up that username, you'll find me on YouTube, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. So yeah. So that was smart that you used one for everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But people constantly tell me like, what is that? Like change it. <laughs> make any sense no it's good it's all good <laughs> and i'm just like i mean i already put everything under that username right i, I don't want to change it so and just real quick what is your podcast about because i know you have a podcast too right oh yeah i um my podcast is called standing tall mm. and it makes reference not just the fact that i am short but also to it like the idiom means to um like face adversity and keep going. And that's what my podcast is about. It's about different stories, my mind and other models that I interview about how they face adversity and how they overcame rejection, how they overcame being told that they weren't good enough mm. and ended up, you know, signing to big agencies. They ended up booking big jobs. They ended up becoming a model full time. So I've interviewed so far, I believe four models. Yeah. And they're all petite so far and they all come from different backgrounds. And it's crazy how they started somewhere. They were told, no, you cannot. And then they're doing really big things. That is so fantastic. That sounds great. Is it the same name? Uh, like, so oh, that's great. Oh, that's <laughs> no, not the same username, but it's just a standing tall. Yeah. Yeah, standing tall. Okay, great. Do you have any other questions you want to ask her? I'm just so grateful that you came today and talking to us. Yes, we, oh, no, we're I, so excited. I love to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Well, thank you so much. I may go make dinner now. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to be wifey. <laughs> Speaking of food and body image, I got to go eat. <laughs> oh, no. It's so, do you, you guys eat dinner too early? It's about to be. <laughs> I know. I, I, I like to I eat, eat it like around like six. Yeah. That's yeah. What I do. Is, that, is that, is that like an Ameri American thing? Yes. Oh. Yeah. It is. Well, well, you're Ukraine. I mean, Ru Ukrainian Russian. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Ukrainian. No, no worries. Like, I'm Russian. Russian. You're Russian. Okay. Yeah. Um, is, is it like that in Russia? Uh, it really depends. Like, depends what time you get off at work. Oh, you know, I know I in Europe say, we would always. Some people it. actually work till six, yeah. so it could be a late dinner. I know in Europe we always ate at ten. Yeah, okay. I mean, with my family, we always eat late. Honestly, we eat too late. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes, it was great to see you. Great to see you too. I miss you. I miss you too. <laughs> <laughs>